What is up you guys? Welcome back to Millennial Hollywood. Today we are having a revenge body takeover, so don't go too far. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. What is up you guys? Welcome back to Millennial Hollywood. We are so excited to be here with the recent episode people from Revenge Body. We're so excited to have you. We have Mr. Michael Kolb here in the studio. How are you? Hey, I'm good. It's good to be here. Thanks and for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. Where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at DS Mikey on Twitter, on Instagram, pretty much everywhere, DS Mikey. All right, we are joined by his world-renowned trainer, Aaron Williamson. Thank you for coming in. Awesome, thank you. Where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Aaron V. Williamson. All right. That's where I'm at. Perfect. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. So for those of you who watch Revenge Body on E! Um, Chloe Kardashian show, these two ha- are on the most recent episode. And you guys really did something special with this episode. Um, I love the show. I do the, the after show here at After Buzz. And we always love seeing the contestants and everything. I thought your guys' story was different just because, you know, you guys, it was like almost like the perfect pair. You know what I'm saying? You guys have been through certain things and and you have both obviously been in um the marines and the army so how did this kind of come together and when did you guys find out that you guys were going to be together with each other on the show uh i mean for me it was i mean just right before the show started honestly i just mm-hmm. knew that uh i was going to be training a, a veteran so mm-hmm. yeah they uh they let me know that there was gonna i was gonna have another veteran that was training me and that was one of the uh one of the motivators for me was, okay, I've got, you know, some safety here. Yeah. I've got a brother that knows what he's doing, knows what I've been through. Definitely. Yeah. So was it ever, were you ever, like, worried that because you were going to be paired with a veteran, you were going to have to talk about some of your past experiences and, like, kind of get into that headspace? Or were you prepared because you knew that with Revenge Body, it's not only a body transformation, but it's mind, body, and soul? I knew that was going to be part of the game. I, I knew mm-hmm. that that was, uh, in order to have, like, a complete transformation and a really kind of fix myself i was gonna have to take a good hard look at at some things and and really wrap my my head around what i was doing to myself mm-hmm. to uh to deal and how it was unhealthy mm-hmm. and take a look at how i can be a, a healthier person not just with what i was eating or how i was being active but also like how was i seeing the world definitely yeah and for you obviously um i want to know how did the show approach you and be like hey we have this guy we'd love for you to train him what was your reaction were you like oh my gosh this is like an awesome opportunity like uh i'm i'm happy that i got to to do this with a veteran Mm -hmm. um just to kind of shed a little bit of light on some things that a veteran goes through when he comes back from from a combat environment Mm -hmm. and um yeah and there's just a camaraderie and brotherhood that that we just naturally have which made the you know the synergy between us so so good Definitely. And when did you discover your love for fitness? Was it really early on? Uh, I was deployed to Okinawa in 1999, and there's not much to do out there. So you either, <laughs> you know, you either drink or you party, or you go into the gym and do your PT thing. So I found the gym, started experimenting, fell in love with it, got bit by the bug, and then that was the beginning of it. I, that that point, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. So, yeah, yeah. And so, the, I mean, obviously, if you started then, you, you must have had like a drastic transformation that had happened with your body, correct? When I graduated from Marine Corps boot camp, I was 160 pounds. Um, at my heaviest, I got up to about 270. So it was a big transformation for me. All right. And how long were you a Marine? 
I did it eight years. Eight years. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so after that was done, how did you make the switch to go to bodybuilding? Did it, was it just kind of a natural thing that happened? Uh, it was something that I had been trying to do as I was in the Marine Corps as far as getting my body in that type of shape and then just learning the nuances of the, of the sport. And then when I left Iraq and came to New Orleans, I really fell in a, a, a hard time. I was in a bad place. So it was the only thing that kept me sane was mm -hmm. the structure of, of nutrition and the structure of, of training. And that kept me together, um, you know, from doing something stupid. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I know that you said before you've um, been to Iraq, Afghanistan, Japan, England, New Zealand, just to name some. Um, you've said before in one of your Instagram posts that the gym was kind of like the only place, the only solid thing in your life. Mm -hmm. So you were traveling all the time, and that was your place of serenity, the place you could go focus on a goal and feel comforted, which a lot of people might think it's crazy because people think, oh, the gym, I have to go. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do it. But for you, that was like your, your place of comfort. Yeah. You know, you, you go in there, and it's just a... <clears throat> It's a love for the feeling you get from it. It's a love for um, being able to, to zone the world out and just be in this, this headspace where you know you're in there doing something healthy for your body and you know you're furthering your career by, by taking care of yourself. And I don't know if it was just when I've never had or in the times that I was in a really bad place, which is off and on throughout my entire life, it was the one thing that I've always been able to turn to because no matter where you go in the world there's always a gym right and you can just kind of release whatever you're going through and 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 focus and by the time you get out of the gym and come back you can you reset and you're more aware of what's going on again rather than just being in such a negative you know place definitely and when did you um kind of go for personal training when, when was that happening for you it, it was in new orleans um i was living out of my car I lost everything I had. I was wanting to go back overseas, mm -hmm. uh, and some friends talked to me and basically, you know, said, "Why don't you do what you love to do and what you're good at, which is fitness?" So I found a 24-hour gym in uh, Uptown New Orleans, started training people, and then within a few months, I met Zac Efron doing a movie called The Lucky One. So it yeah. was my my introduction into the film industry, but. It's a, it's my whole journey is destiny, and and in any interviewer that I do, I talk about that. It's a it's a complete destiny thing. It was meant to happen, and I fell into it, and and here I am. That's amazing. And obviously, you guys uh, worked out together during the show. But after the show, have you guys gotten to work out with any of the other trainers or go try any of the other gyms from the trainers from the show? Yeah, I've uh, I've tried to go and explore and sample all these other you know uh, methodologies for fitness mm -hmm. and, and different uh, ways of working out and. It's been great to like sample, like go to Training Mate yeah. and work out with Luke and, and get in that environment, which is very, reminded me a lot of like army circuit training where you're, you know, you're with your buddies and it's mm -hmm. a big group of people and kind of motivating each other. And I've uh, been to, to spin class and gotten to experience mm -hmm. uh, the, the up tempo and the beat and the rhythm and really pushing yourself and sweat. And like, I get all these uh, different ways of exercising, they have their place. Yeah. You know, and, and some days it's like, dang, I just would like to go jump on a spin bike and just burn <laughs> some calories right now, you know, listen to some really hardcore techno and, and yeah. banging out. But, uh, you know, it's like a, it's all a positive coping mechanism, right? Um, we all have ways that we deal with stress in our life. And then we, if you have fitness and you, and you really kind of have it and you understand what it's doing for your body and the, the endorphins and it's giving you and making you feel good and kind of, give you that confidence and that comfort level as opposed to like i was i was drinking you know that was had been my coping mechanism in the past um it, you take that away you start pour yourself into something that's positive it's gonna benefit you 
um, benefit your body and it's healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, changes the way you see the world. You know, it makes it a lot easier to get up in the morning because, oh, well, I'm going to get up in the morning and go to the gym. I'm going to do this for myself mm-hmm. and then I can go out and attack the rest of my day. Definitely. And I've noticed, and I'm not a morning person, but I've noticed that if I start working out in the morning, I'm like, I have my entire day left. Like, I don't yeah. have to dread it later on in the day. Like, I can just have a great time in the morning, take a shower, and then continue my day, which is great. Yeah, the rest of the day is easy. I know, exactly, yeah. And I, you just posted a photo of, like, side-by-side side of um, you in the Army and then you now. And mm-hmm. it's crazy because you were really in shape then. You are in better shape now, Yeah. years and years later. So did you ever think that you were going to be able to, like, totally bounce back and, like, be even in better shape than you were when you were nah. younger? That picture he showed me, by the way, when, when I saw it, I was like, we're going to beat that. You did. This yeah. was like right at the beginning. He showed me that picture. So yeah, uh, he had to be hanging up in my bathroom mirror. Like this is your motivator right now. And you know, a year later from first hanging that up, like yeah, okay, I've beat that. But that photo back then was just a young me that wasn't educated, didn't have Aaron teaching mm-hmm. him. Uh, I wasn't eating properly, and I was you know working sixteen hours days as a drill sergeant. Like, trying to fit in the gym wherever I could, and now with consistency. Consistency is mm-hmm. insane. It does so much for you. Yeah. Like If you can consistently do something and build a habit in your life, you're going to uh, build towards something. You're going to progress towards something, and that is, I think, like a lot of veterans lose that. We have this ladder we're trying to climb and this career we're working towards, and we have this uh, purpose in our life when we're uh, in the military. Structure. Yeah, there's that structure, mm-hmm. and then you get, get away from that. And then you just kind of wander around lost. You can get lost real easy. But uh, having that structure back in your life, giving you that purpose and that motivation, it's crazy what you can accomplish. Yeah, it is crazy. Consistency is key, and that's something that I've started to learn. I started my fitness journey, like, last year, and just as of January 1st, I've been, like, working out consistently every day. Mm -hmm. I lost, like, 22 pounds of fat just from doing cardio, but I didn't really know what I was doing. So now I'm trying to pack on the muscle. But... People have told me, be careful with how much cardio I do because that can kind of like eat away at the muscle that I'm trying to produce. So do you guys, how often do you guys do cardio? He does cardio a lot more than I, he, he couples cardio with his training. For me, I don't do much of it yeah. you know, besides hiking and, and uh, simple things. Uh, for me, I'm, I just have the physique where I don't really need to do much cardio. Yeah. I, I do it more for the health benefits, you know, the cardiovascular benefits mm-hmm. of it. But um, Yeah, I pour the cardio on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got in trouble with him a lot because I would go do cardio before he'd show up to the gym. <laughs> and then he'd get to the gym, be like, all right, let's lift. And I'd already be done. He'd be like, oh, yeah. I just did an hour on the treadmill, you know. <laughs> I'm tired. He's like, oh, we got to push now. You do cardio after you lift. And, and I had to kind of reset my way of thinking about about exercise. And, and now I go into the gym and I, and I get my lift on. I do mm-hmm. whatever I'm working on that day, uh, whatever my body is telling me I need to work on. And then I go do a spin bike or I go get an elliptical for about – 15 to 45 minutes whatever mm-hmm. i'm feeling and keep uh keep those calories burning keep getting rid of uh that little bit of fat that i have left i'm trying to get rid of so whenever you go to work out how long do you usually how long is that process depends on the day like every day is different um but i think on average i'm probably in there for about 45 minutes to an hour okay and then you know if i have time and i'm feeling good i'll get in there for you know up to two hours yeah it's crazy because i always thought man an hour that's just so long but when we did training mate the other day it was like, yeah, boom, it, goes it was by. over. And I was like, oh, it's that's it? But, man, you feel it afterwards. Yeah. You can feel the burn. It's crazy. How long were you in the Army? I was in the Army for 13 years. 13 years. And did you did you enjoy it for the most part? I loved it. Like, yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know about other people, but I know that I always kind of gravitated towards things that I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if if something is really really hard, you get a lot of resistance there. You don't really want to go after it. In the army I was good at. I'd been raised in the military. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was in the military. My great grandfather was you know just a long line, and so that structure was already built into my childhood. It was a natural transition, and having a job that's like okay we get up in the morning we go do pt and then we go learn about explosives because i was common engineer like this is what you do all day every day it was you know it was great i loved doing that and then i had the camaraderie of my brothers it was a family you know after work you party in the barracks or like Mm -hmm. you get ready for the next day um and it was a this environment that i felt safe and comfortable i had a family there and uh, traveling all around the world it was a great time losing that was really hard yeah I'm sure, yeah. And obviously you've um, struggled with post-traumatic stress. Is this, Obviously it's something I'm sure that you probably will always have, correct? Yeah. But, uh, but it's manageable, you know. Yeah. Symptoms, like, you can, you can get over post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. You can work your way through it. Um, it is, it's just a rewiring of your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, post-traumatic stress comes from an incident or incidents where your stress level, your your life was at risk or you felt like your life was at risk Mm -hmm. and you have that happen repeatedly your brain starts to get wired for oh no there's danger yeah um and you start to behave and react in that manner the uh the transformation that occurred for me through this whole process was learning how to feel safe again and getting confidence back in myself Mm -hmm. uh did a lot for that I, my my post traumatic stress symptoms really became stronger and harder to deal with after I went through surgery and I wasn't in shape anymore and I didn't mm-hmm. feel that confidence started putting on fat and then all of a sudden I lost feeling safe in my environment and that is such a important part of being a human being is to feel safe definitely absolutely and could you relate to him on that like have you had instances in your life where you felt the same the same thing oh yeah I mean <clears throat> anytime that you've You've been in a situation where there's been incidents where it's somewhat life-altering or, you know, post-traumatic stress can be translated into so many different ways. But, you know, for us in a combat environment, it's it's usually very, very deadly. And mm-hmm. you come back and you live with those thoughts and you deal with those demons on a daily basis. So you have to figure out how to filter that so you can get through each day. And uh, that's why the gym was so important for me because it mm-hmm. would help me release that and uh but yeah it's it's a complete rewiring you know it's it's just a mental strength that you have to find somewhere and just have a a solid support structure and get rid of the negativity in your life and get rid of the gossip and all the stuff that kind of runs rampant in society today Mm -hmm. you know it's crazy how much like when you put all those distractions aside and how much you focus on something positive it's crazy how fast you can see results because a lot of people you know they have their lives like oh i'll go to the gym maybe once a week that's not really going to do a whole lot. Um, so it's it's really inspiring for me to see people like you guys who really just seems like every day go at it. And it just be like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Obviously, like, I'm a twig, but, like, I just want to pack on a little bit of muscle. But um, for someone like me, what would you suggest, like, what kind of workouts would you suggest for someone like me who's wanting to pack on some muscle? Well, nutrition is key. Yeah. So it's everything. Once you get the nutrition part, locked on Mm -hmm. it's going to be very beneficial to get a few days in of of weight training Mm -hmm. but also still keep doing the cardiovascular stuff you know the the training made you know the functional fitness all that 
It's a, it's a programmatic thing, you know what I mean? You have to find what you like to do that makes you happy, that gets you the results. But the the underlying theme of it all is the nutrition. Yeah. Like, you can do you can do any type of training. You can train with any trainer. But if your nutrition's off, the the, the results are going to be very limited. Yeah. And he, he learned that through, through uh, we it was a better-known company called Regiment Meals, which hooked him up with the, the food during the whole the whole show but yeah that's awesome and yeah. taking that out of like just had not having to worry about like oh what am i eating or what am i eating i just have it already pulled out of the fridge meal eat, meal prep yeah move on. yeah that's that's awesome right now i do have um i do have quite a bit of like nutrition plan that i'm, I'm that i'm doing but i what i want to do is the the meal prep because i feel like i wouldn't have to think so much throughout the day i could just yeah it's a game changer it. yeah yep. it's a game changer i was taking it with me to work yeah you know uh just always there and i don't have to think about oh what am i eating and worry about my macros yeah that's been a that's been a new uh new game that i've had to step into after the show is okay macros and prepping my own meals and doing grocery shopping and just kind of like i knew Mm -hmm. you know after having you know 16 weeks of of those meals already there that was mm-hmm. programmed and it became habit at that point. Oh, this is what I eat for lunch. This is what I eat for dinner. Yeah. This is what I eat for breakfast. And you just have to do that every day. And so now you have to do it yourself then, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Regiment's been nice enough to, uh, to hook me back up. Oh, that's awesome. We're working together again. That's so. really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So you told me a little bit about this the other night, but you were saying that whenever you first kind of signed on for the show, mm-hmm. the application was very long. Yeah. I saw the application. What was your thought process? Were you like, is this even worth it? Like, this is going to take me an hour and a half to fill out? I got bored, to be honest. I got really bored with it, yeah. and I just started writing jokes. Um, <laughs> just started making fun of the application and my own answers, and I don't know. I guess my personality kind of came through in that because they contacted me pretty quick. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty arduous application I had to fill out, and I hate paperwork. Mm-hmm. Like, the Army, like you, I'm sure the Marines is the same way. You have to fill out a lot of paperwork all the time, and mm-hmm. it's done in triplicate. And your name get, becomes chicken scratch because you have to sign it away so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of shouldered my way through it and did it my way. Yeah. And uh, we saw what happened. Yeah. And w- whenever they contacted you, did you kind of, like, resist it all? Or were you kind of, like, hesitant on uh, signing yeah, on? Uh, yeah, I told them no um initially oh shoot okay <laughs> like, they called me in i did the audition had a, a the on-camera audition and then they called me back up for a second i was like no nah, i'm good uh i i didn't want to uh like this is painful this is a hard journey to go on right and i was you know fearful i was afraid of kind of exposing myself to everyone and like being a human being on a camera is is daunting but uh they talked me into it, and they told me they were going to get me a veteran trainer, someone that could uh, identify, and yeah, they uh, they slowly convinced me. Yeah. So it sounds like once they found you, they were like, okay, this is great, we, we want him. So then it sounds like they found you, and then they were kind of like, oh, no, he, he doesn't want to do it. So they were probably trying to push you, like, no, we've got someone for you. That's what, that's what I think happened anyway. But um, that's so interesting to know, because a lot of people, they sign on, and they're like, they want it, and a lot of... I don't know about a lot of people, but I feel like some of them do it more for like the fame aspect. They're like, I want to be on a show with Khloe Kardashian. But um, I, I love how in, in this episode, it, it, none of that was present with you guys. You were there on a mission. You were doing it for all the right reasons. And I think that that really showed through on the episode. So Thank you. hats off for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys, so what was your first reaction to Khloe? Because obvi- did you get to meet her during this, this time period? Hmm. No. Okay, so you you didn't have like you you sat down in front of Khloe Kardashian. What was that like? Uh, she's a human being. Yeah. 
walking into a room like the white psych room with all the lights and the cameras that was you know the first time it was really getting filmed i was kind of overwhelmed it was mm-hmm. a little daunting um then i met chloe and we sat down and she was just real polite and real sweet genuine human being just uh and cared i could tell that she cared and you know that made it easy to kind of open up and and talk to her about some really difficult things. You don't usually talk to somebody when you meet them right away. Right. Know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was nice. Usually with Chloe, people get, like, maybe a selfie on, on their way out <laughs> of, like, you know, something, and then that's it. Most people don't get to really talk to her. You don't seem like the type to really get starstruck by anybody, but you've worked with people such as Zac Efron, Sylvester Stallone, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, any of those kind of, like, make you, like, oh, my gosh, this is this is The Rock, like... Any kind of feeling like that, or were you just like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Uh, I mean, when when you when you're in this line of work, it's not really appropriate to get starstruck because yeah. you want you want your clients to feel comfortable with you, not like they're around a crazed fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's pretty cool to train people like that, um, but they're all they're all people. You know, it's like I could be where I'm at today, and then tomorrow the lights are shining on me doing something amazing and all of a sudden I'm in this projected spotlight. Yeah. So everyone's human. Um, they're great people. I had fun and uh, we worked hard. You helped him get ready for the G.I. Joe movie, right? Um, with with uh, The Rock, I was his training partner. Okay. And yeah, just to be clear on that because he doesn't really need a training. <laughs> <laughs> um, training partner, that's cool though. I like that. But it was it was fun training with him. You know, it was like two, two meatheads in there just doing our thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I like that because, I mean, obviously he's so fit already, but, like, that's cool that he was able to have a partner and you guys got to work out together because I feel like everything in pairs or a group, I feel like it's it's more exciting. It's more oh, yeah. doable. It, it makes it more of, like, a team effort rather than just, like, oh, I got to go by myself type of a thing. Oh, here we have a photo of you in The Rock. <laughs> Dude, I, you might – I think you look bigger than him. Maybe I out-angled him. <laughs> Maybe you out-angled him. I'm, I'm looking at the arm itself, and I think you, I think you got him on that one. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I was a lot bigger back in the day. No, that's insane. Um, Mike, I was going to ask you, is there like a certain workout that, that you hate that he would just always make you do? Oh, yeah, leg day. Leg day. Oh. Leg day was the worst. And this man, have, I don't have, if you've seen my Instagram, you've seen a lot of videos and pictures of this man's legs. <laughs> um, he is a machine when it comes to leg day, and it hurts a lot. Yeah. But it burns a lot of calories and it builds a lot of muscle. It's a huge muscle group to work. So right. I, the benefit is huge. It's just, it's painful and it, <laughs> it is. sucks. I know, especially the next day when you wake up oh, and yeah. you, like you're trying to like sit down or something and you're just like, you can't, it's, your legs just want to give out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the, this, the, uh, was it delayed onset soreness sucks. Yeah. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, and you start to like the feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets to the point where like, oh, I don't feel sore today. I screwed up a day or two ago. Like, I didn't give it my all. I yeah. should have pushed harder. And that becomes a motivator. Like, just, just kind of stays a little sore sometimes, you yeah. know? Um, push to always pushing the limit. Yeah. If you, if you go in the gym and get comfortable, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, once people get comfortable, it's like, are you really doing much or are you just kind of maintaining what you already have? That's, that's the advantage. Like, I like to go in there and work out by myself some days. You know, you get in there, you kind of get in your own groove, put your headphones on, you go to your own headspace, and you just push. And then you get to this point where it's like, ah, oh, I don't feel like I'm, I'm growing or getting better. Or mm-hmm. Maybe I'm screwing. Maybe my form is wrong. And you get in there, like you get in there with Aaron on a weekend, and we, we lift, and it's like it gives that 
uh, motivation kicks back into gear. Like, okay, I can I can do more. I can be better. One of, one of the things with my training that I like to do that, that's very different is people get accustomed to doing a certain rep range. You know, maybe it's 8, 10, 12, 15 reps. Mm-hmm. We'll do reps anywhere up to 50 to 100. So it's, really? it's, it's pushing past this point of, of, like, what you can even comprehend. And then while you're doing an extended set like that, it turns into somewhat of a mental journey just to be able to push through that. And by the time you, it's, it's, you don't, you don't do that many reps on a daily basis, but yeah. it's kind of, it's a, a, a type of shock training where you can yeah. really just push the body and force muscle growth to happen. And, uh, so that's why, you know, I'm sick like that, man. I love it. <laughs> that's crazy. I can't even imagine. That would be insane. Whenever you did that, were you just like the next day, just, you couldn't hardly even lift a pencil? Uh, no, no. It's well. It's uh. I couldn't get out of bed. Is my problem. <laughs> there we go. Like, there we go. <laughs> You're like the pencil was fine, but <laughs> like just like the act of waking up was hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and he'll do things like we'll be pushing, and he'll be like, "All right, keep pushing," and he'll just start pulling weights off, doing drop sets, and just the burn you get and gets to the point where like the bar is so heavy like, yeah oh god i can't do this for another two more and he's yelling three more you can do this and, and you're like oh my gosh yeah and, yeah and it hurts and it burns it's mostly like that deep muscle burn kind mm-hmm. of getting in your head going oh this is all you have in you but mm-hmm. you have a little more and then the next day you you wake up and your body cries and yeah. i go and like there was a lot of uh a lot of recovery treatment a lot of hot tub time and a mm-hmm. lot of icing and a lot of just foam rolling and laying on the floor taking videos complaining about it <laughs> one, one thing about this whole whole piece right here if you want when you watch the episode at the very beginning you you find me being loud and stuff with him but the reason why is he was a drill sergeant right so what i inflicted on him was what he inflicted <laughs> on his private yeah. recruits in their initial stage in their initial stages so it was like kind of snapping back him back into the headspace where he, you know, it's like he 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 know he knows he has it because he used to do it to other people, and he had to go through it in order to be a drill sergeant. So, there, that, I don't train yelling like that. That's yeah. not my. That's not me. <laughs> but at the same time, I wanted to kind of you know spark something in him from right off the bat. Yeah, you know? I'm sure you were just like, oh, okay, we're getting into this. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a nice jolting. Yeah, know? yeah. I used to be a bad boy. Yeah. Then I, you know, being able to find that again, and uh, it's been. It's been great. Like I've gotten messages from old train people I've trained, and hey, drill sergeant, I don't know if you remember me, but you know you really motivated and pushed me. And, like I saw your episode, and it really inspired me again to get back in the gym. And that's like, awesome. Okay, yeah, that's very inspiring. And that's that's really what it's all about. I think is uh, is just inspiring others to do better by by leading by example. Absolutely, yeah. And you also in the episode were very vulnerable vulnerable about um, what happened with your ex, and I th- I think you said you watched the after show. We had a question for you, so. Did she know what she was getting herself into? Did she know that this was being filmed? Because it seemed like she, her reaction to video chatting you, it was nice, it was pleasant, but she didn't really apologize, in my opinion. Did you, did you think she did, or how did you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I think she apologized. We've talked um, since then, and we, uh, I wasn't in a good place. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think really feel she has anything to apologize for. Um, I wasn't the person that she had started dating at that point. In our relationship, um, it probably should have ended prior to that. Uh, we were just too stubborn to let it go. Um, yeah, she definitely, I think, uh, apologized, and I have, you know, I hold nothing against her. That's amazing. Forgiveness is n- another huge thing that just takes a big weight off your shoulders, which is incredible. Um, so, is that something to where was she upset that she was on the show and that you had told kind of what happened, or was she was she cool with all that? 
uh, uh, the producers had contacted her and cool. done the release and everything. So I hadn't talked to her um, until that that moment on the video chat, and mm-hmm. we spoke afterwards. And yeah, she was uh, she hit me up after the show, and she was felt you know very comfortable. She's like, okay, this is a good story, and this is you know I'm really happy with how this turned out. So that's amazing. I love that. And obviously, the filming for you guys' episode is done. Do you guys still work out to this day? Oh, yeah. We'll be oh, in the yeah? gym tomorrow morning. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So every every Saturday, you guys get together, and you still pump some, pump some iron. When, whenever whenever we can make it happen. You know, yeah. it's it's we're in this for the long haul now. He's he's my little brother. That's amazing. And if they did sign on for a season three, would you be down to train someone? I don't know. We'll see. You will see? Okay. If you did, would you want it to be another veteran, or would you be open to anybody? Uh, I mean, I'm open to anybody helping out. It, it's I'm not going to lie, though. It's been great having this platform to to help promote what veteran issues. veterans go yeah. through yeah. And, and just kind of sharing that to a demographics who would normally not be exposed to it and see that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think this episode, like I was telling you outside, was a very big eye-opener for a lot of people because a lot of people don't really... I feel like a lot of people, they say that they respect... Um, veterans but they don't really know what they go through they don't know their stories they don't know how hard it actually is it's not like they just you know go overseas and and fight for our country like they they really fight for our country and i feel like a lot of people don't really get to see what goes on after the fact so i thought that your episode was very eye-opening and very inspiring to a lot of people who may have like a blind eye to that kind of thing one question i would ask and i i ask it frequently to some people Mm -hmm. what would our country look like without a military Without the strong, the strong military that we have, the strongest military. And that's just something that I want people to think about. It's not a political you know, mm-hmm. point of view or anything. I'm just saying we go through something that a lot of people can't comprehend. And the fact that we can go wherever we're told to go in whatever country it is, in whatever environment, and be willing to die for each other. Yeah. Just think about it. Definitely. I want to say thank you guys so much, both of you, so much for your service, for inspiring America, and thank you so much for for joining me today. Um, Thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. And where can everyone find you again on social media? Uh, I'm at DSMikey, D-S-M-I-K-E-Y, on Twitter and Instagram. What about you? Aaron V. Williamson, V as in Victor. All right. And you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Also, if you are a veteran and struggling in any way, you can always call the Veterans Crisis Line at one 800 273-8255 and just press the number one afterwards. Thank you all. Um, We love you so much and have a great day and get to the gym today. Do something positive. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.